Christ died for your sins, rose again on the third day, and if you repent and trust in Him, God will forgive your sins. At the moment, you're like a man on the edge of a plane, 10,000 feet up, and he's going to flap his arms to save himself. It's not going to work. He needs to trust the parish. And at the moment, you say, I'm a good person. I'll be fine on Judgment Day. No, you won't. You're not good. You're like the rest of us. Trust in Jesus Christ alone. Transfer your trust from yourself to the Savior. I will. Does that make sense? It does. Do you have a Bible at home? Yes. Now, you're not laughing at me anymore. Is that because you're thinking seriously about this? Yes. I appreciate that. Salt is a preservative. It preserves things from spoil and decay. And light dispels darkness. And Jesus says that we are that city set on the hill. We are the light of the world. And God commands us to uphold justice, to be light in darkness, and to preserve the culture around about us from spoil and decay. It's actually a command of God that Christians not only preach the good news of salvation and redemption, but that Christians are the ones that stand as the salt and the light and the force to preserve justice in the world. All right. Hello, everyone. Thank you guys so much for joining me on this uh, beautiful uh, day today. And thank you for joining me on the newest episode of Solomon's Porch. Uh, this is Josh Lucas, and I am the... Director of Youth Ministries at First Reformed uh, Church here in Sibley, and I'm just so humbled and honored to be able to bring you uh, this newest episode today. And I hope and pray that uh, that you guys will uh, will enjoy the episode today as well as be challenged by it. Um, and uh, and hopefully it will further the gospel and further God's kingdom. So I'm so excited to be able to be doing this. Um, uh, make sure that you guys are liking and subscribing to the channel and also uh, following the podcast as well, uh, getting all the contents and everything else that we're going to be putting out. Um, yeah, slow start, needing to get this thing off the ground. So uh, please bear with me uh, as I'm trying all kinds of different things and getting things off the ground. Um, but thank you guys so much for the, the, the listen so far and the downloads and also for the followers that I've been following so far. But we're going to get into this today. So uh, this has been an interesting uh, week so far. Uh, so for us in the United States, uh, it was uh, it was time for us to um, to celebrate and to experience the Super Bowl um, uh, this last Sunday, and, uh, and it was between the the Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City Chiefs. And of course, you know the Chiefs came out on top, and uh, and. You know, a lot of controversy and things were spreading about that game, especially with final plays. But of course, just like everything else, uh, uh, the opposing side always either blames the referees or blames uh, has to blame somebody, right? But it's not because of their team not not playing right or not being together as a team. But you know, it's always someone else's fault. <laughs> so, uh, so yeah, the, the congratulations to the Chiefs and the Chiefs fans and everything out there. Uh, just a great win. It was a great game uh, and. Uh, uh, very fun to watch um, but uh, yeah and then I think it was the the week prior the week before it was the Grammys and, uh, and this is a, uh, a time where uh, the music industry gets their shot at basically like an Oscar um, it's like for the, the you know the best male artist best female artist best album best performance best video um, so it's usually 
it should be a great night for celebrating good music, uh, just like with movies, things like that. But of course, just like everything in Hollywood and everything else, um, it gets ruined. Is 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 the simplest way that I can put it is that it gets ruined. Um, and what I'm uh, what I'm actually talking about is uh, the uh, the Sam Smith um, incident. Uh, where he was performing uh, one of his songs and he was dressed um, supposedly as the uh, as Satan and um, and uh, people were bowing to Satan people were worshiping Satan and and you know to Sam Smith who was Satan and it's kind of interesting because the entire Christian community uh, is now going into an uproar about all of this and uh, and rightfully so i mean it's 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 never something uh fun that you want to do when you're uh when you're um when you're sitting with your family and you're trying to enjoy a nice award ceremony and things about music that you like and then you you turn on the tv and there's that you know um and of course you know the outrage is coming from uh uh from a lot of christians and a lot of people that are that are basically uh accusing Sam Smith and accusing the music industry of teaching kids and teaching people how to worship Satan um, and giving the the charge that if that if it was a, a Christian that was uh, that was that was on there to, to show how to worship Jesus or you know something like that then then they would be the ones that are in an uproar or what have you but overall the controversy is behind um, is behind uh, Sam Smith but also um, there's also more controversy that came up also with, uh, um, DeMar Hamlin, who is the, uh, the, the, a Buffalo Bills player who almost died, um, a, a, in a game against the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, I think it was like f- five weeks ago, like well over a month ago, right before playoffs hit. And Demar Hamlin got got hit just almost perfectly squared in his chest, and it caused him to go into cardiac arrest, and he actually almost died, um, but he he didn't, he didn't he didn't uh, he didn't die, um, and so he was at the Super Bowl game as well, sitting actually next to Donna Kelsey, who is the the, the mother of uh, Travis and and, and uh, Travis and Jason Kelsey, were those the two guys uh, that were brothers playing against each other in the Super Bowl, and her their mom was sitting there, and also with Roger Goodell, um, who's the, the NFL commissioner. Um, but DeMar had on an interesting uh, coat. Um, he had a Letterman jacket, um, that was titled the Travis Jesus jacket. Um, and if you haven't seen, uh, what, what this, uh, what this jacket is, um, I, I encourage you guys to go online. I mean, it's all over, <laughs> it's all over the internet. It's all over, uh, anything. All you just actually, all you have to really type in is just type in DeMar Hamlin jacket and then you'll find it. Um, but the controversy behind it is on the front is the face of what I'm supposing is Jesus. Um, but it's not, it's not like your typical Jesus that you see. It's like a, a, almost like one of those, uh, mangled day of the dead symbols, uh, that you would see in, 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 uh, mostly in like Hispanic culture and stuff like that with like, uh, um, 
uh, the, the, the Day of the Dead holiday and celebration and things like that. Um, um, yeah, it's just a, um, a Jesus-looking uh, figure. And then on the back of the coat, it says Eternal um, in, in, in odd-colored uh, letters and, and things. And then it's the crucifix that shows Jesus on the cross. Uh, and uh, people calling Christians calling it blasphemous, especially uh, very famous. I believe he was a running back, Adrian Peterson, uh, who, who, who saw this and responded and said, Dude, you need to be thanking God for what for what took place in your life you should not be putting on this blasphemous stuff and all this all all these things um and what's especially interesting is that damar was quoted to say that you know you know god was with me god healed me um this is all on god and and my recovery is is god and everything um so just interesting stuff um with that so i want to give a couple of comments on on these two events um so first off uh with sam smith um you know the the biggest one of all um should it really surprise us (laughs) i mean i mean when when are christians finally going to wake up and go this is the way of the world. This is this is the way of the culture. This is the way of society. This is this is what is entertaining right now. Um, this is how this is how the world works. I mean, if if you really want to know why Sam Smith or Demar Hamlin or whoever are doing the things that they're doing, go and read Romans chapter one. Just read that entire chapter. I mean, there's a section that you could read, but just read the entire chapter. Romans chapter 1. It'll explain everything to you. It'll show you everything you need to know about why things are happening the way that they're happening. Um, um, but the other part of the Sam Smith controversy is is like... The, I, I, I saw the video. I, I, I watched it and I went, yeah, okay. But here's the thing. He's not posing as Satan. He's posing as the fictionalized Satan. The one that Christians for hundreds of years before recently have been mocking, have been making fun of. This the, 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 that was the outcome. That's why the that's why you see the image of Satan as like this uh, this red this all red uh, character with the big horns and the and the tail and the trident trident stuff like that. It's it, it's not it's not scary, right? Because as Christians, as the Bible tells us that we should be mindful and watchful of the enemy and watchful of Satan as he is a, uh, a hungry, raging, roaring lion looking to devour, devour us as Christians. But nowhere does it say that we need to be afraid of Satan. Nowhere does it say we need to be afraid of these things. In fact, the Bible even tells us opposite. Even though that we that we have these things and these things do exist, we shouldn't be afraid of them. We should actually be attacking them. 
right? And how do we attack Satan? I mean, ultimately, well, we preach the gospel. We, we, we further the kingdom. We pray for people. We, we evangelize. We do all this work for the Lord. This is how we battle against Satan. And we don't sin, right? We, we fight our temptations. We fight the sin that's within our lives. This is how we fight Satan. Fundamentally, right? But what he was doing was not Satan. That's not the Satan of the Bible. That's the fictionalized cartoon version of Satan that the church established and created to make fun of Satan, to show that they were not afraid of Satan. Look it up in your history books about the history, essentially the history behind Halloween, right? Halloween was a Christian holiday. I'm sorry, not even was, is a Christian holiday. And you want to argue with me on this, fine. I, I would love to have the discussion with you. I'd love to have the debate with you. But Halloween is a Christian holiday and should continue to be as such. Just not with the parameters that, that have been adopted over the years and stuff like that, you know, obviously. But overall, it's a Christian holiday. So anyway, <laughs> do another episode on that. But, um, uh, but no, I don't think... Um, I don't think that Sam Smith... Uh, was was watching that was dangerous by any means i mean yeah i'm not going to show it to my three-year-old because that's just that's ridiculous my three-year-old doesn't need to see stuff like that so yeah no i'm not going to let her three my my three-year-old watch that but i don't think that's the scariest thing that can happen in our world you know especially as christians i mean obviously school shootings or you know mass explosions mass war whatever but but fundamentally as like something like this that's not the scariest thing that can happen. And that's not the most dangerous thing that can happen either. It's not. You know what is the most scariest thing that can happen? False teaching in the church. The wolves in sheep's clothing. And what am I talking about? I'm not talking about Sam Smith. I'm not talking about Damar Hamlin. These are not guys. These are not sheep clothed, clothed in... in, in and uh, these are not wolves clothed in, in sheep's clothing. That's not, what the, that's not who they are. Who are they? They're pastors. They're ministers of the gospel. The ones who tend to look like they're, they're, they're preachers of the word and they're faithful to the word, but fundamentally they're not. Right? They're teaching false gospels. They're teaching false doctrine. They're leading people down a path of, of unrighteousness. They're leading people down a path of destruction, fundamentally. Um, so like, who are these individuals? What am I talking about? Well, one of them is the most popular one, Joel Olstein. Joel Olstein is by far one of the, if not the number one false teacher out there. Um, I mean, it comes, it comes to a second, a close second to like guys like, um, Kenneth Copeland, um, Stephen Furtick, um, T.D. Jakes, uh, uh, Benny Hinn. Um, I mean, the, the, uh, Joyce Meyer, uh, um, uh, you know, the list goes on. I mean, I can, I can do an entire podcast episode on false teachers and false gospels and why they're false gospels and false teachers. Um, but, but overall, those are the ones that we need to be afraid of. Or not afraid of, sorry, take that back. Not afraid. We don't need to be afraid of those people. But we need to be mindful of those people and we need to be worried about those people. Those are the people that we need to to target, right? As as the audience of like uh, of like 
um, really shutting down and, and trying to minister to. I mean, yeah, we need to minister to Sam Smith as well. But what, what he does on the stage at the Grammys should not affect the church by any means. Because here's the thing. We as Christians, what are we doing watching this stuff now? I mean, honestly, if you're a faithful, believing Christian and you got offended by Sam Smith, why were you surprised? Like, again, when is it going to get into our heads that, that, that this is the way of this culture? It's just, this, it is what it is. So we have to accept it. We have to embrace it. We have to adapt. We have to be the change. The more we normalize this stuff, the, more, the easier it's going to get. The more we stay silent, the, 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 the worse it's going to get. But where is it coming from? It's not coming from Sam Smith. It's not coming from the Grammys. It's coming from the pulpits of the guys that have millions and millions and millions of people watching them, buying their books. And why is this happening? Well, because it's the popular gospel message. It's the easy gospel message. It's not the gospel. It's a gospel. That's that's just the reality of it. Damar Hamlin, too. I mean... Uh, uh, Demar Hamlin, uh, his his jacket and everything else—it's just—it's just ridiculous, you know. That just reveals this guy is not doesn't really have faith in Jesus Christ, at least the God of the Bible. If, anyone who has that kind of faith would not wear something like that. I'm sorry, but but the fact that he wore that—well, chances are he probably got a fat paycheck for that. I mean, let's be honest. Or he had he had some type of agenda for that. You know, I mean, all these guys, that, that's what they do. You know, that's what happened with Colin Kaepernick. You know, Colin Kaepernick for so long was a faithful believer in Jesus, and that was what he promoted and everything else. And then he kneeled for the national anthem or sat for the national anthem and then went completely liberal and backslid and denied his faith and all this stuff. Um, uh you know, and it's it's gonna ha- it happens. You know, this is this is what happens to to people to, to famous people in Hollywood, in sports, in music, whatever. Taylor Swift was another one. Miley Cyrus is the the epitome of this problem, right? Miley Cyrus was a a faithful Christian. She was very outspoken about it, very um, uh, pure in a sense, and all this stuff, and then just went downhill from there i mean so what does this have to do with christianity or how should we respond to this specifically well i mean well first off like i said before how how do we get how do we get uh you know uh hollywood or you know uh, the music industry or how do we get people to listen to us because it's not by comments it's not by emails it's not by letters because obviously i mean christians have been emailing and writing hollywood and things like that for for years now and nothing seems to work if anything those things are feeding into their content even more and going, yeah, see how hateful they are. See how the, you know, blah, 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 blah. But you know where it hurts rich people the most? It's in their pocket. It's in their wallet. So cancel your streaming networks. Cancel your streaming services. 
cancel your 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 concerts cancel your um your your music things delete them uh and i mean they always ask why are you leaving there's always another box for you to put in a comment because of course it's not for religious reasons it's never like that why because they don't care about religion right but I promise you, if we as Christians start canceling the services, we start you know, not buying into it, and we stop watching it, we stop pouring money into it. Because here's the thing, you may not physically pour in dollar bills into that, but you watching the Grammys, you watching this movie, you watching this streaming service, whatever the case may be, you're funding the money that goes into that, right? I mean, it's plain and simple, right? So you may not physically be doing it, but you're, but you're, but you're, you're allowing it to continue, right? And I mean, this would have to be millions of people that would have to shut this down, right? But also, the other thing is too, we need to have these meaningful discussions with our kids about this, right? Are we telling our kids that? Um, like the dangers of this world? Are we telling them the, the false teachings of this world? Are we teaching them to be faithful disciples and, and essentially discipling them as they're in the home? Are we? Because, I mean, if we are, then what's going on in the culture? Because I, I get countless numbers of kids who continue to ask me about abortion, ask me about gay marriage, ask me about, you know, whatever. It can't just fall on the church. It can't. It, it just really can't. We have. To, it has to start within the home. Um, uh, the other part of this, too, is we have to quit. Uh, honestly, we have to stop adopting this belief that everything that revolves around Jesus is good. Oh, it says Jesus. Is ob- it obviously is good. No, that's not the case because there are plenty of other religions that that believe in Jesus, that know that Jesus existed. I mean, Jesus is a is a is a historical figure in time, in history. He lived. He was on this earth. So so then what like what what are we trying to debate here? Right? The debate comes with what did Jesus actually say, right? Well, I I interpret that differently, or I interpret it the okay. Well, that's okay. If you interpret it differently, are you interpreting it correctly, right? Because I get that a lot too. I'm not I'm not I'm not disagreeing with scripture. I'm disagreeing with your interpretation of it. Okay, well I'm interpreting scripture the way that that the Bible teaches that we need to interpret it. So. You can say all you want to try to feed your arrogance that no, I'm I'm just I'm just disagreeing with you. No, you're disagreeing with Scripture, plain and simple. So that's just what we have to understand. Um, finally, we, we we just we have to come to this realization that um, that Sam Smith, musical artist. Damar Hamlin, sports athletes. These guys are are very influential, but they are not. They are not God by any means. I mean, 
um, uh, talking about the Super Bowl, uh, Super Bowl players, um, the two quarterbacks uh, that were in the Super Bowl, um, uh, uh, Jalen Hurts, I think his name is, um, and, uh, and Patrick Mahomes, uh, two obviously top top quarterbacks in the NFL, right? Um, but Patrick Mahomes gets paid five hundred million dollars over ten years. Hertz gets paid, I think it was like four, four or six million for four years. I mean, this is just crazy. I mean, I mean, these guys are getting paid millions and millions of dollars. I would even probably say hundreds of millions. I mean, uh, Patrick Mahomes has to be getting close to that billion dollar mark in some capacity. Um, because of his endorsement deals with State Farm and now High V, um, uh, I think he was even in a Subway commercial. I mean, it's all these millions and millions of dollars, and and yet they're the ones that are lecturing the the public about how they should live, right? About how we should live in the real the real world. We have to quit holding up all these athletes and all these celebrities on such a high pedestal because they're not they're, they're not in a position to do so. I'm sorry, but they just aren't. That's why we have to get our kids into church. We have to get our kids uh, uh, into worship. We have to get them uh, a part of the church. And we, we need them in youth group. We need them in Bible study. We need them at home. We need them around the kitchen table. This is where it starts. And have these conversations about, you know, what they're seeing in the world and what uh, what kind of things are going on and, um, you know, questions that uh, that they may have. We have to take this thing seriously. So that's that's my encouragement for today is that uh, that we we should not we shouldn't be surprised but we shouldn't be we shouldn't be focusing on Sam Smith and focusing on um, shouldn't be focusing on Sam Smith Demar Hamlin um, these guys are the least of our of our worries we need to be focusing our efforts on the false teachers that's where our focus needs to be it needs to be focused on the church what is being announced or what is being taught from the pulpit that's where it's going to be that's where our focus needs to be at um, um yeah and especially since uh one last final thing here uh um, one of the Super Bowl commercials uh, was talking about Jesus and talking about, uh, you know, he gets us. That's, that's what he's talking about. He gets us. And um, not so sure what that means. Not so sure. Um, I've been waiting to see what exactly that means. Who, like, who is us? What, the, what does that mean? Um, so... Yeah, I don't know. 
it's it's another one of those uh, let's use Jesus as our plot point here um, because because a lot of Christians will just go oh yeah well that's a good point and obviously if they're talking about Jesus then it must be true right we have to we we have to focus on um, we have to put our focus where it needs to be and that is um, at the church because that's where the truth is going to be presented that's where people are coming to for for answers to the questions on why am i here why does this matter you know all these different things so we have to we have to be focused on the church is what is what the church is bringing us is this truth or is this opinion is this truth or is this political you know and in some cases you know political and truth they go hand in hand right um, but overall, that's where we need to be concerned about. We need to be concerned about what's being presented in the church and presented to all, all of us. That's where it needs to be. So I want to thank all my listeners today for the for for listening to the episode today. I thank you guys so much for this uh, this opportunity that you guys have given me um, uh, to to be doing this show. And uh, I hope that you'll be back in next week to listen to the next episode. Um, but be sure to be on the lookout for um, for the next segment, which is uh, reforming marriage um, with uh, with my wife Hannah. Um, just be we're so excited to be able to share with you guys and to do those those episodes with you um, but as always um, be safe and make good choices and have a blessed day thank you guys